WeChat actually is just a, a thin layer on top of your mobile shop. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another Global from Asia. We're at episode 169, and it is now the very early April, and it's springtime, and we are in the month of Cross-Border Summit. So uh, that's the only thing on my mind right now, because it's less than three weeks away now, so the countdown timer is there. How are you doing, Claire? I'm doing good. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm great. Uh, we're recording this before my birthday, but I'm going to be an older man. I'm going to be closer to 40 than I'll be closer to 30. So, <laughs> del- I mean, for my birthday, I love business and my birthday party is going to be cross-border summit. So uh, delaying the party a couple of weeks, but it will just be that much, that much better. Uh, any updates on the summit for us, Claire? Um, yes, uh, we got a lot of like, uh, speakers adding up. Yeah, and then uh, I've been working my butt off preparing some things for the summit to announce. We're going to have a jobs. We have a jobs board at globalformasia.com slash jobs because there's tons of people that both want to get jobs and there's companies that are looking to hire a lot of marketers and hustlers that are listening to the show. So check that out at globalformasia.com slash jobs. Totally free for everybody. Just kind of want to help people and my inbox is getting full of people looking for jobs. So I'm hoping this can help out make businesses in Asia growing. So that's another one. And we also launched a marketplace, globalformasia.com slash market. So we're already getting people all listing their services and kind of like making it easier to buy online different services in Asia, like quality control or manufacturing services and other, other help in, in China. I wish I had this when I was starting out, but we really hope to make it as easy as buying on Amazon as it is buying services for helping do business in China and Asia. So it's an exciting time. So how about this this speaker or speaker? He is a speaker for the summit too, but this guest today, do you want to uh, talk? Chen Zhang. Yeah. So I, she got, Claire got to meet him and uh, you want to talk? Market meetups? Yeah. He's, he's done a few different marketing meetups. He'll actually be on a panel with me on April 6th in a couple of days from now in Shenzhen. He's a local Chinese, but his English is amazing and he's a tech Techie too. He's done a lot of different tech products in China uh, and he's worked with lots of foreigners. So we're having him on the show today talking about different uh, ways that foreigners can do websites and hosting and apps inside of China. Of course, WeChat. So I know there's always a hot topic is the painful process of hosting in China and, and everything. And he tries to break it down. And I, I have the idiotic questions. I try to make it as basic as possible for 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 us that have no idea and uh let's let's listen in and where are the show notes and um, it's www.globalfromasia.com slash episode 169 yeah let's go guys happy chinese lantern festival chance <laughs> happy chinese lantern festival <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's uh i i think uh we were just just having lunch and uh does, it, does anybody know what this holiday, what does this holiday represent? So I've gotten mixed feedback. It, it represents the, um, the last day of the chi- traditional Chinese New Year. And yeah, it's officially an, uh, the last day. And but also meaning a date of reunion for family. And yeah. All right. So 
let me introduce you quickly. So thank you, Chance Jiang, for coming on the show. We met at a startup weekend in Guangzhou way back in 2012, and you've always been so active in the community, developer community and startup community. And you're currently the CEO of Chat Tech LLC, mm-hmm. which is making marketplace technologies for uh, social commerce or new commerce yeah. and you are also the director of startup grind in Guangzhou and you are a co-founder and designer at WeLomo which is the first uh, connected hardware platform to WeChat with millions of users for print photo printing so yeah. it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show thanks for being here chance i thank you and yeah. pleasure here great so we have been discussing today to do this this uh this show and we're calling it positioning your technology for the Chinese market mm-hmm. for, I think e- a lot of our listeners are e-commerce uh, enthusiasts or product sellers. So a little bit focused on the e-commerce world, but of course it can be applied to any kind of technology. So first is the why. So a lot of times I still get tons of emails, people just emailing me, how do I get a server in China or how do I make sure my website's not blocked in China? Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be a basic question, definitely for you, but um, I know there's lots of different strategies, but what should somebody think of when they want to come to China for their their tech company or business? Yeah, uh, for e-commerce, uh, particularly, uh, particularly WeChat, um, it's a new emerging social platform that... Um, that that's by some people's definition, it, it become the internet of China. And yeah, I've been, you know, I've been very lucky to, to be the, you know, one of the earliest adopter of that platform uh, to build my first uh, uh, successful stop on, you know, an instant photo printing machine It's called Vlomo. Um, yeah. And, and I've been uh, helping, um, Chinese and non-Chinese uh, clients who set up their, you know, WeChat, um, base uh, mobiles sales apps and you know services services like that yeah um the, the why uh, on as long as the why i think it's um it's it, the decision process is probably uh, 80% of the thinking probably just like okay do i uh, do i um do, does it make sense for my, for my business to open to to open a mobile app for a certain demographic so so you can transfer that uh, you can translate that question to like, okay, it, does it make sense for my business to 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 open my uh, WeChat mobile, you know, shop to uh, to the Chinese demographic? So I, I I think that the skill, the thinking, eighty percent of of of, of the, the stuff, you know, is the same. So it's um, also coming down to the difference. I would say it's like, it's about twenty percent the difference, and and what it takes to 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 do that to achieve that. I mean, number one is like, um, it's, you can, you, uh, from a business p- point of view, yeah, th- the thinking is, is 80% of the same, but for this, um, that from a technical and product, um, point of view, it's a little bit different because of the technology stack. Yeah. Because we, uh, when you talk about, uh, application on top of WeChat, uh, firstly, we, uh, it's, it's very much like a mobile, um, uh, website, but it's a, where, uh, you can imagine if you want to have great user experience, it has to be a really polished mobile ready, you know, website that, uh, from, from many, uh, from many way. So the basics, the basic stuff, the basic uh, step is like, okay, I, I, you probably need a domain name, just like whatever, you know, uh, online service. And, and then you need to rent a, 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 you know, a server that is legally, you know, accessible in, inside China. 
So it takes uh, like domain and hosting and also ICP registration. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so people start to learn ICP and then they wonder about how to get ICP. And they're, we're going to also get into WeChat stores. Mm-hmm. So domain probably should get a different domain than their current English or Western domain, right? Like maybe localized.com.cn or uh, I don't know if that... Well, it's also, I mean, the domain, it's it's pretty a multi-dimensional uh, issue that you you can consider it a branding issue. You, you, I mean, some some brand, they, 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 they want to register equivalent of the .cn, you know, uh, you know, domain in China. Some, some, you know, some company, they just, they just don't care because... Technically, you know, uh, nowadays the entry point for mobile application is not the domain anymore. Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Uh, just QR code or just a simple, you know, message share on the chat group, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and coming back to the question of a domain, you you can you know the least costly option is probably just to get a secondary domain and then use that to host the mobile version for v, uh, your your mobile version for WeChat. Uh, and, and that's it technically. Okay. But if we talk about hosting in China and getting the ICP, uh, even if you register your .com domain uh, outside of China, it also makes sense to uh, to do a little bit ICP registration in China. And but given nowadays, uh, you know, uh, cloud computing service in China is it's really a mature market right now, and you you have quite a few options like Tencent, uh, like the Q Cloud by Tencent, and, and also the Ali Yun by uh, Alibaba, you know, and and a few others. And I I personally I've been working with uh, Q Cloud for quite some years, and and recently I was so amazed that they already have a full English version for administration interface. Wow. So I would recommend highly recommend Q Cloud. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know about the English interface there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, it's happening. Yeah, so um, it, it, that's also the service that I've been using for um, uh, quite a few, you know, clients, whether they're Chinese or non-Chinese. Very cool. So ICP, then I know people always, which I respect. I think in the startup community, we always say like be lean mm-hmm. and test first. But to get these licenses like ICP and WeChat stop shops, you need a license inside of mainland China, which means you need a, a business registered here. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 That's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. For Chinese, uh, for Chinese, if you want to operate your, uh, WeChat app, um, in for Chinese, for future demographic and, and in China, um, you, you need ICP and you know, that's the time when you register the, uh, when, when you get a, uh, like, Q cloud server, and then um, the, the 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 service will will uh, instruct you to uh, another process in parallel uh, of you know you know renting the server to get your ICP and 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 the, and the Q cloud's ICP registration process is, is pretty much streamlined. So you know, mentioned uh, for Linsab, and um, yeah, and th- there is this hassle of you know the, the the requirement of setting up legal entity in China. It, that's a must for for get it, getting a ICP. And there might be uh, you know third party agency in China actually helping you to to set it up you know but i'm i'm not that knowledgeable about that but that could be the workaround if you talk about how to keep it lean and keep get a quick start you know to to get over the icp thing while you are you know registering you know while you are you are, you are renting the Q, Q cloud server the one yeah of course like i i i've offered some people to open a wechat account and my my chinese 
company that I have. But I think you just got to be aware that that there's risks on both sides. The the company in China registering it for you and you as the foreign company because the control is in the company in China, but also the risk if there's a problem in mm-hmm. China with you know filtering if they something bad is said or something is not not done the way maybe the government says it should be done and there's liability uh for the person in China so and also I don't think it's, as far as I understand it's not transferable uh, maybe the ICP could be transferred later but I don't think the WeChat store can be transferred later after it's been established as far as no, as far as, yeah, for WeChat store, then, um, as far as I know, no. So it's, but, but for ICP, yes, you can change the, they call the, the, the register entity. You can, you know, for certain domain that you register with for entity one, you can later on, uh, apply for the, cha- uh, for an update for the change, you know, and, and all that is already automated in, uh, the cloud computing platform like QCloud. Very cool. So great. So this is kind of, kind of why, you know, of course they can always, we always encourage to test, try to test the market as much as possible, you know, probably using personal accounts and, uh, manual payments or even for giving samples or I think you still should come to China, at least maybe bring some samples if you have a physical good or, or checking Taobao mm-hmm. or checking these stores. Mm-hmm. Can you think of other ways or is that what would be some ways before they invest in all this into the Chinese market? Uh, how could somebody maybe have a better idea before they go all in? You mean uh, the process of having a product uh, to to for the Chinese demographic yeah, maybe, to test maybe them? Just somehow get some feedback or get some market research, or of course, there's they could probably pay some marketing firm to do surveys or mm-hmm. or focus groups. Is that the right way, or is it WeChat groups? Or I don't. I mean. I know there's no right answer, but more on the business marketing side. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had experience or ideas. I would I would highly recommend you to talk to a, a marketing or digital marketing or virtual marketing agency already on the ground in China to, to you know to ask them and, and and let them you know do the testing and probably do a few you know like a warming up for your brand and you know yeah that that's probably the best way to go. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And now the what to do. So you said first probably have to get the server in China, if they're doing an app. Now I know this is confusing even to me. So I, I a lot of times you'll think it kind of like f- f- maybe even Facebook apps, you need a server or at some point you can do stuff in Facebook or WeChat, but at a certain level, you're going to need your own server hosting account, which would then host the code you make to put your products in the store. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, we, uh, in terms of technology and all this co-hosting, um, there is this, um, you got to make, um, supposedly you already have this legal, uh, uh, compliance thing already sorted out. And, and now you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, set up something. Um, but the, I would say if you're just doing content, uh, editing, publishing and pushing, I mean, the default service offered by WeChat public account is already sufficient. But if you want to open your old shops and you want to do uh, a, you want to offer the mobile experience inside WeChat, just as uh, you do, you, you do with a regular uh, mobile app. Um, 
yeah, you you definitely need to uh, you need a server. You, you need to pick a uh, uh, like nowadays like a cloud computing you mm-hmm. know solution. Um, yeah, whether it's AWS or, or some something inside China. Preferably, it should be something inside China because of the um, uh, the cross uh, uh, the cross country. You know, we call them the data latency. Mm-hmm. You know, the network latency. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes GFW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great firewall. So you were talking about the WeChat store or WeChat account. So that's probably more important, the branding and the name than, of course, the domain. So picking a name, but actually that might not even really matter either because the QR codes and everything. But I know we were talking before the recording, there's three different ways or name cho- choices people could pick. Um, maybe you can give us some ideas. Oh yeah, is that um, yeah that uh, you have quite a few options uh, in terms of picking your name on WeChat. Uh, um, supposedly, you already finished the um, you know um, the sorted out all this legal compliance issue. People either use their um, their uh, their brand, their products brand, uh, to you know on top of a uh, Chinese legal entity, and as that uh, as a setup for a registered. WeChat public account, yeah, and somebody just used the same company name plus, um, they you know to 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 as a official you know um um you know just like a public uh, you know information portal official portal for for the company's uh, website. It's just the feature is very uh, the the latter is pretty much like the um, the official website, yeah. Okay, cool. Like even an example here. I don't know. I didn't tell you before. My official account used to be my Chinese name, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, my Li Ni. Mm-hmm. And then the WeChat told us you can't use a personal name as your official account. Mm-hmm. So we changed it to Global from Asia, mm-hmm. which is this podcast show. But actually, that's not the company name. My company name is uh, Shadstone Import mm-hmm. Export Engine Company Limited. They mm-hmm. make. But uh, yeah, so that's another example, but they were weird. They didn't let me keep it as like, my put my face mm-hmm. and my personal name and WeChat contacted uh, Wendy who helps me with the account and said that they can't do that. Yeah, the, there are certain uh, regulations of actually f- imposed from WeChat's um, uh, official uh, account that, you know, there's certain imagery or certain things yeah, you cannot put on the, in terms of branding. But I would say... Uh, I would say that if, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's all about the naming and the branding thing. Um, it's, and um, yeah, and I, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's great. No, that's a great answer. So it's just stuff to think about. I know um, a lot of times people get confused with the Chinese name or English name, but it probably goes to who you're targeting. But of course, if you're here in China, I don't think I have a Chinese name for Global From Asia. Wendy's been thinking about it, but we don't have one yet. But some, probably most like 90%, you should pick a Chinese name, you know, if you're going to be targeting Chinese people. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely recommended, I would say. from. Yeah. I, and I actually saw quite a few of those uh, great examples like Hulu Ball and all this, you know, <laughs> targeting the cross border commerce. Yeah. And uh, so it definitely takes some time to pick the right name. I don't think, well, another confusing thing about WeChat to me <laughs> is there's the name, display name, I guess, and then there's the account ID. Mm-hmm. So when they changed my account, I couldn't change my account ID. It's still the pinion, my Lini. Mm-hmm. You can even, we can look later, but the display name says global from Asia. 
Yeah, yeah. Because the account ID uh, is, the, uh, you can only change, you can, you know, once, with the time you register, it's like uh, uh, there is not available uh, field, but if you give it a name, which is unique, and then that's that's a one-time thing. And then you can now change that later on. But for, for, for the, yeah, yeah, that's how uh, they, they enforce this, um, you know, uh, trust, uh, trustworthiness mm-hmm. uh, on, on all merchants that doing, you know, service on their platform. Yeah. True. Cause I guess the idea would be you could just uh, do some bad thing and then change your name and they can't find you, I guess maybe yeah yeah that's, yeah some people non-technical people imagine that but exactly uh, for all this merchant id it, it's all trackable i mean it's so <laughs> you know it's so precise inside this big this gigantic platform yeah so i think one of the bigger stumbling blocks so i get emails or requests from people that you know are interest interested in trying to get icp or chinese it seems like it's a pretty big investment to do all of this what would you say is the Maybe you're not sure about the company formation, but there's, if they really want to do this properly, mm-hmm. they have to register a company, Yeah, probably then wait to get the bank account mm-hmm. to get the merchant account from WeChat. Yep. Yep. And then they got to get the server and then they got to get the ICP. Exactly. <laughs> Can we get like a basic idea of maybe cost if possible and or time? And the time and the cost. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. And because my company, my, because I've been doing this for um, uh, a couple of times, particularly my latest, you know, startup called Chat Tech, um, yeah, I actually started applying for my Chinese legal entity. Like, uh, it takes me like uh, less than two months to complete the entire process. And the handling handling fee for um, because I'm a Chinese citizen, the handling fee for for this uh, company legal entity registration is like uh, it's like one point four uh, uh, thousand uh, one point four k RMB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for the um, bank account, it's take less than a month. And also for the, um, um, for the ICP, uh, you know, once you finish the legal entity, the, the, the company bank account in China, and then the ICP part is really easy. You know, mm-hmm. typically we charge a handling fee of like 500 yuan RMB to, to handle all that. But, uh, but it's all about, you know, handling the paperwork, mm-hmm. you know, getting all this license copy and everything and, and put everything into the uh, automation, uh, the, the automated service on the cloud service provider that you are working on. For example, QCloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So QCloud has a really great, you know, ICP registration automation service already. So all, all I need to worry about is to get all these paperwork ready, mm-hmm. uh, the e-copy, and then I just go through the process to, to, and then, and then wait. Yeah. And, and typically it takes like, uh, from, uh, from two to, uh, you know, three weeks to complete a, you know, um, IC, uh, uh, IC, ICP registration. And also, um, yeah, with, with all that, uh, in place and it's, you are good to go to, to get, you know, um, the, you know, a WeChat, uh, public account, whether it's a subscription account or a service account. Yeah. Mm. So I think it was, a little, it's a little bit easier for you as a local local Chinese for the company though. I mean, I'm not, I think for Woofy, usually it could be a Woofy mm-hmm. or a joint venture. I'm not as familiar from a JV, mm-hmm. but the cost would be a little bit higher uh, for sure for the company set up and the, and the banking processing. I would still say a few, a few months and, uh, you know, at least 10,000 10, RMB, I think depending on what kind of service provider you need. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times foreigners need to speak to an English speaking 
a service provider mm-hmm. and they need extra service, you know, a lot of help because yeah, it's yeah. so new. So, mm-hmm. um, I definitely think for foreigners, it would be a little bit more of a time and, uh, and money investment. So it seems like totally there. I kind of think it's a few, at least three to four months, you'd say for you, for you, for your case. For yeah, in my case, I t- it takes uh, uh, less than two months to two complete months. my legal entity registration. My, yeah. But then there's like another for ICP and then there's a WeChat payment. Yeah. It, it totally, uh, it takes from three to four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would add a couple of more months for a foreign company. I think, I don't, I don't know. I think so. And then, uh, I'm sure there's some people, you know, you're even a local Chinese company and it takes quite a, a bit more time than, you know, than in the U S or overseas. Other, a lot of Western companies, it would not take that long. And, you can get a server set up pretty quickly without a company, but here it's, everybody has to have a company or an ICP. Well, ICP, uh, well, we, it we could need, be a personal account. Yeah. Yeah. ICP, uh, you can register ICP, uh, using a, uh, you know, uh, citizen, uh, using my Chinese citizen, you know, uh, ID car. Yeah. Okay. You, you can register either as a, an individual or as a legal entity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an option when you register ICP. And there are certain area that require special approve, approval, like the area that the Chinese government would like to control, like the media and, you know, the kind of business category you're in. Um, but other than that, and it's, it's, it's already, uh, it's already pretty, you know, uh, mature and established process in the, in the, in the industry. Yeah. ICP registration. Okay. Yeah. Normally we would just like budget, like, you know, internally we, we budget like, you know, two to 500 yuan and, and also, you know, and, and two weeks mm-hmm. to handle an ICP. Got it. Yeah. For the WeChat account, do you, I think even Chinese need to have a company for a official account? Yeah. Official account, I think it works pretty much like uh, the ICP. Uh, official account, you can also register if you are a Chinese citizen, you can just register as an individual. You can also register as a uh, business, yeah, mm-hmm. a legal entity. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think we should clarify, I'm trying to think of the listener that's not so familiar with all these words. There's OA, which is official account, but then there's WeChat shop is... WeChat shop, even for me, gets confusing because you can use third-party stores. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use WeChat's own mm-hmm. store and you, you can make custom stores. Yep, yep. So I guess it's up to them to decide or... Yeah, uh, because uh, early in the early days, like two thousand back in two thousand and twelve, we uh, since we 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 were selling uh, the photo printing vending machine, and the service itself is also living on WeChat, and we also make an effort uh, to to sell the machine itself on WeChat. So the the the, the way from a technical point of view, the way we set up our shops on WeChat is like we leverage the WeChat's uh, uh, official product catalog and also WeChat Weixin uh, Xiaodian WeChat shop. You know that WeChat have all these. Uh, you know, uh, facility uh, available years ago. Um, and of course, they also open up uh, the capability to a third-party mo- uh, co- commerce shop so that they can make it really, really easy for you to integrate, you know, to to syn- or, syn- or, or synchronize the product catalog uh, between WeChat and yours. And, and if you run your own server and your own mobile web shop and it's it's entirely a hundred percent your, your, your own, you know, way to ha- how to handle, um, the shopping experience internally yourself. Yeah. WeChat actually is just a, um, you know, a, a, a thin layer, just like a, you know, user authentication, you know, layer on top of your mobile shop. Yeah. Got it. So it's, 
maybe we could say like it's kind of like a maybe like a a browser kind of like you click a link inside WeChat and then it would open up and stay inside of the WeChat yeah. app. Yeah. And yeah. Then you're using H5 or HTML5. Is it? Well, technically speaking, it, uh, WeChat, uh, the way WeChat to uh, use a lock into your site, there are, there are quite, a, quite a few ways to lock into technically. There is OAuth, uh, you know, OAuth way to lock into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably uh, the, the typical way we, I would recommend to any third party mobile, you know, commerce apps or store that you're using, you know, to, yeah. to integrate with WeChat's OAuth. And, and it's, um, and even better, uh, you can also uh, have both a web browser uh, version of your mobile shop plus a you know mobile version of your shop, you know, and, and using the same you know mechanism to Very authenticate cool. your user. Very cool. Yeah, because you because WeChat they they've been take uh, they they've been taking uh, uh, you know lo- lo- the extra mile to not just using OAuth the protocol to authenticate user, they also tightly integrate the the the, the action of scanning QR code and use QR code as the uh, entry point to, you know, to authenticate uh, user, authenticate action, authenticate, you know, anything. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, OAuth, I think people are, I don't know, I'm hopefully people are a little bit technical, but you know, just like logging with Facebook kind of in a way, right? People use their Facebook account to log in mm-hmm. or Twitter. In a way, it's like that you, you click a link in WeChat and then it, it usually it should ask you to authorize OAuth, so mm-hmm. then they say yes, and it passes your details yep. to that third party server yep. Yep. app. Okay, guys, I hope you guys aren't brain aren't hurting too much. Maybe we talk about a couple like examples. <laughs> examples are getting getting towards towards the end here. I really appreciate this chance, and uh, so there's you know, well, there's a brand new one that maybe we can just kind of glance upon the Starbucks mm-hmm. Starbucks coupon app. They're, Starbucks is really a tech company, it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they do some innovative stuff, which is just literally coming out. So I know it's so new, but do you want to give us some ideas or? Yeah, they, uh, because uh, WeChat, they, um, I, a couple of years back and they, they, are, they actually already launched the, the uh, WeChat coupon, you know, feature. Uh, but somehow it, 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 you know, but in, in Chinese, uh, in Chinese internet, in, in domestically, we, there are many, uh, I saw quite a few successful cases, but, but not that widespread, but, uh, uh but to me, uh, their current effort to work with, uh, Starbucks to integrate WeChat coupon. And also on top of that, they also integrate really cool, you know, uh, marketing and, you know, social sharing feature. Uh, that's, that's some, th- that, that's a sign telling me that, you know, um, which I want to tell the world that, you know, how, how, we, uh, you know, the, the brand that can leverage their, you know, uh, you know, service because, because the, uh, there is a really fine line between, you know, uh, the, the old school kind of marketing, you spam people with mm. things, uh, between, service itself as a branding, you know, uh, as a branding, you know, action. I mean, WeChat, um, so that it's, 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 it's an idea that I've been around in my head for a couple of years since, since, you know, I was lucky to, to be in the design team to, to, for my product, uh, and entirely integrated with WeChat. So, um, I would, I actually would encourage all these service provider to, 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 you know, to integrate 
to think about the old service first and how, how to make it easier for, for the end user, for your customer to, to access your, your, your service or brand. And, and then along that natural workflow between, you know, particularly in the physical world, like in a physical shop or in a face-to-face uh, service. Um, and then you can, uh, and then you, once you leverage that process, um, and then, and then that's the most natural way that Vitra would like you to do marketing. You know, instead of the old school marketing, just show up something and hopefully people will just buy stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because the old, in the old school, uh, you know, marketing, people just say, okay, you, I, I would sh- just want my thing to show up and hopefully people will buy something. But, but VChat take a, li- a step further to, you know, to, to just focus on sales. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know they, they're very, I've heard they don't like marketers so much, you know, they don't like the, well, nobody likes spam, but. WeChat does wants things, yeah, like kind of like be natural without forcing or pushing too much, too much, right? Yeah, that that's a. I, I've been observing, you know, the uh, digital marketing industry, their, their reaction, their their comment on WeChat platform, and and, and there are their pros and cons, and you know, the debate ongoing. But again, and uh, it's all about you know how how you envision a future that branding itself can go as far as your your actual service, the value and the product that you can help people to, you know, provide value. Mm-hmm. So. And if it means a certain process, you, you, it's all about how you, your, uh, you know, can decide a mobile experience and implement that on top of WeChat, you know, to, to service your customer. So that's the, that's the most legitimate thing. I mean, in, in you know, I mean, if you, if you stick to that philosophy and designing your, your branding and your marketing, uh, you know, um, strategy, I mean, I, I, you, you are highly likely you will be very successful on promoting, you know, and, and, and implementing a campaign on, on WeChat instead of, you know, violating, uh, you know, all these regulations here and there, you know, if you, if, if you're still using the old style of, uh, you know, marketing, just, you know, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, in one word that in one sentence is like, um, it's, it's, it's more WeChat's marketing. Actually, it's more than marketing. It's all about, uh, the actionable and the, the, the results that the sales you can actually, uh, make from a merchant's, uh, um, point of view. And it's all about the actual service that you can, you can give to your end user, to your consumer. Okay. Very, very interesting. So thanks so much, Chance. And, uh, especially on the holiday. So how, how can people reach out to you? You, you help, you help companies maybe talk a little bit about chat tech. Yeah. My companies, uh, my, my, I actually founded my company, uh, since, uh, uh July, uh, 2006. And that, that's my third stop. Uh, I'm really ha- happy to share with people and, and here and share with you. Um, yeah, it's a great experience catching up and you can, people can reach me from via, um, my, my company website, chat tech, uh, C H A T E K dot C O. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great. We'll link it up on the show notes too. And, uh, and thanks. Thanks for coming on chance. And thanks for, uh, you know, inviting me and, and happy to share <laughs> with what I know. No, it was great. Thank you. Thanks chance for coming on. And, uh, I look forward to seeing him also the sixth of this month and also at the summit. So Claire has been super busy writing invitation letters for lots of guests. So she has like six or seven invitation letters opened on her computer just as we're doing this. And, uh, it's going to be tour guidey a little bit. I mean, we love it. There's people coming for the first time to China for the show. People I've been seeing people coming from different parts of the world, like the UK and, uh, Europe, different parts of Europe and all, all over the place. So I'm just really excited 
that, uh, you know, we get um, online listeners to come offline and, and meet up for two full days. It's going to be our first two day long event. And I'm already thinking about 2018s. So we're getting lots of amazing feedback. We also added a track, right? We didn't talk about that at the beginning today. Yes. But you want to talk about that a little bit, Claire? Uh, yeah, uh, we add like another track to the day uh, one because uh, we got lots of like demand for that. So um, I think it's going to be great uh, for people to have more options. Yeah, so there was lots of FBA sellers listening and, and export businesses that were not as interested maybe on the importing to China and selling in China. So we added a whole other track of speakers and content on the first day. So two days you can choose on both days to go to exports related content and if you want to also have one of the days you can learn about importing and wechat marketing kols and things like that but we're kind of trying to go both ways but it seems like our audience is more interested on the out the exporting but it's going to be great either way We've got great speakers great great uh networking opportunities and i hope to see you guys there again show notes today are at globalfromasia.com slash episode 169 got that claire yep all right, guys. See you guys next week. Cheers. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.